listening to Intentional Christianity. In this podcast, we're dedicated to helping you develop a mindset of how to process information and scenarios we frequently encounter as Christians using scripture and critical thinking. Through listening, we hope to help you better engage with the world and ultimately point others to Christ. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to Intentional Christianity. Um, And today we're going to be talking about identity. And we have our amazing friend, Elijah Shriver, (laughs) with us. Um, And so as we start talking about it, I just want to know, um, this is kind of more about, one, people putting their identity in Christ or putting their identity in other things that are not Christ. But... um, First, I just kind of want to hear some thoughts. Like, what are things people put their identity in? Yeah, I think one thing I've noticed over this past year is, like, we've had, I mean, the past year has been crazy. There's so many things that have happened between COVID and riots and and all these different just, uh, you know, like, all, all these different people with all these different thoughts. And the three things that I've noticed, like, every time I look back or even look at the problems I'm, like, talking with with friends at college or friends at home is that, it's always something to do with, uh, not always, but many times has something to do with uh, their identity based in gender or their sexuality or their race. And I, I guess I find it almost confusing because we're, we as Christians can place our identity in God. And yet the world says things like, I am gay or I am male or I am white or something like that. And all these different I am statements that then are you know, added with something that could be an adjective, but they almost make it a noun. Like instead of saying like, oh, I'm, I'm attracted to the same sex, it's I am gay. So I'm just I'm curious why we do that. And also like, how does it affect us as Christians if we place our identity in those things before we place them in Christ? I think another thing that we tend to place our identity in is like a lot of times popularity, mm. like whether people approve of us or not. And that can just be such... It can be like a staircase that you ride down on a sled. It's crazy and it's really bad. And it can hurt your self-esteem and hurt so many things. And we'll get into more later, but like identity in Christ is so much better and it won't send you down <laughs> down the staircase on a sled. I've never heard that before, but I like that phrase. <laughs> I'm going to keep yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, and Elijah, I think to answer your question of why people do that, I think it's because like as humans, uh, and I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but uh, we really like to fit in. With like, so God made us to be social creatures, which is why like verses like iron as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Like mm-hmm. obviously it's the Bible, so it's going to be true. But one of the reasons why this is so true is because God made us to be social creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we're in with other people, that's where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be in community with others. We're not supposed to be isolated by ourselves. But so part of fitting in is being somebody, mm-hmm. or at least that's what yeah. we like to think. Um, and so if God created us to have an identity, um, sin has messed up so many things in the world that um it's 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 messed up like god's original design for marriage it's just messed Mm -hmm. up friendships um and so i guess i think another thing that sin has messed up then is our perception of identity Mm -hmm. so if god made us to have an identity we would assume and and since god means to be perfect that identity is going to be in christ but sin comes in and messes it up and then changes our minds to think that maybe our identity doesn't mean to be put in christ but put it in something else and so i think that's what it is, it's another way that sin has twisted something that God made to be good and is now something that is bad. 
uh, and it's a good foothold for the devil. And I think one of the reasons he does it is because if our identity is not in Christ and something else, that thing is now a distraction that can take us away from Christ. And like Lillian said, we'll get in a little bit more to why uh, putting your identity in something that's not Christ is so bad. But I think that's a big reason of why people do it is because it's a twisting and um, it's a good distraction for people to put their identity in some worldly thing rather than God, even though our original design uh, for identity to be put in was God. Mm. Um, so another another question is, um, why is putting your identity in something that is not Christ bad? Well, if 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 God created the world and if he is good, which are things that we we assume to be true both because of scripture and because of just a relationship with him, then if he created the world and is good, then the way he created the world would be good. So the way of living life that he directs us to is what we're meant to do and what is good for us. And yet for some reason we choose the things beneath him. It's like in Romans where uh, Paul talks about how they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for what he created. They exchanged Instead of taking the creator, they worship the created. Mm-hmm. And so it always is, it's, it's less than what we're supposed to do and less than what we're supposed to be, which is probably why people aren't satisfied with it. It's probably why so many people place their identity in something else or chase after something else, be it like maybe even like sports or school or um, the latest iPhone or whatever you want to call it. We're always mm-hmm. seeking to have more and it's never filling that hole inside. Yeah. Yeah, our uh, main pastor, our lead pastor of our church talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks ago. I think it was last week about um, people always are going and searching for like, like, like I like the example you use, like for the new iPhone. Mm. It's like, all right, I'm going to go get the new iPhone. I just, well, I just got the iPhone 11 like last month. And now this, this next month, I'm going to go get the iPhone 12. And so it's like right. people are like, all right, now once I have this, I'll be good. Once I have this new iPhone, okay, I'll be happy. I'll be good. Mm-hmm. What happened with all the past iPhones before that? You weren't happy, and you're always ready to get the next one. Right. So it's a recurring process. Like the we can't expect it to change after we get the next thing. If it's happened before, it's going to happen again. Right. Uh, yeah. I pulled up. I pulled up my notes from that. I think it's. Uh, I think Pastor Trent said it was earthly treasure is fleeting. Yes, it was about tre- storing treasures in heaven. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that does kind of tie along a little with this with this topic, but um. Yeah, I like what you said, and uh, putting our identity in something that's not Christ is—it's not bringing us full satisfaction. So that's that's one aspect of it. Yeah, we're not getting the full satisfaction that we would have. Mm. Um, I think another thing is that by not putting our identity in Christ, we're putting it in something that's fleeting. Like we had already said, it's it's gonna be it's gonna fleet. Like mm. people <laughs> gonna fleet. Uh, it's, it's gonna fleet. <laughs> yeah, wow, it's gonna it's gonna fleet. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name? Yeah, it's gonna fl- it's gonna this it's gonna go away. There we go. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah. go away. Uh, satisfied. Exactly. You think of the people that put their identity in like money or investing. Um, I mean, it's a good thing to take care of your money and be good stewards of your money because God gave it to you. But as soon as you put that before God, guess what can happen to your money? It can you could lose it. Like you could lose your money. Um, uh, you could lose your house, you could lose your friends, you could lose your family. Anything that's physical in this world can be taken from you. Mm-hmm. And so um, our Ryan Hartzell we had on a few weeks ago, and he he's a huge runner. Uh, like I've never met somebody that loves running more than <laughs> Ryan Hartzell. But he was saying when he was younger um, and before he was like into a really good relationship with Christ, he, he would like almost idolize running. Uh, and so eventually he got injured. 
And so mm-hmm. like what he couldn't run when he was injured. Uh, and so you, when you look at, he put his identity in running and now he's injured and he can't run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, a, that's one of the big problems of putting your identity in something that's not Christ is anything that you put your identity into in this world can be taken from you. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing that can be taken from you is your salvation, <clears throat> which is through Christ. Right. And so by putting your identity in Christ, who is eternal, you can't lose it. Mm-hmm. So why put your identity in something that can be taken? Like even even your sexuality, um, like you could you could die, right? Mm-hmm. And so why put your identity in yourself when we're humans are so flawed, we cannot put our identity in ourselves or our sexuality because... First of all, as we talked about, I think on one of our very first episodes, sexuality has been so distorted and messed up uh, from God's original design. Mm-hmm. So already there should be a huge red flag. But by putting our identity in ourselves, we are not eternal. And we clearly do not know what is best for us. Like, look around, look at the world right now. Uh, it's it's not a good place at all because we we try and run it the way we think is good and it doesn't turn out right. Um, so... Yeah, putting our identity in things that aren't Christ, well, those things will fade, and Christ is eternal. Yeah, once we become like a saved believer, our full identity will be placed in Christ, everything. And if you go to 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Christian, your full identity should be placed in, in Jesus and looking forward to that. Nothing that you can do or nothing here on this earth, but like, looking forward, lo- living in light of eternity. Yeah. <clears throat> even, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to share a verse, even John 14, six, Jesus is saying, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Um, so if, you know, if the only way to get to God is through Jesus, put your identity in that. He says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And I think a lot of people don't really, they hear I am the truth, but they don't know what that means. Mm. And so like when Jesus says, I am the truth, uh, when we think of the truth, we some we usually have a pretty standard <clears throat> definition of it. There's people that'll say, "Oh, you have your truth, I have mine," which doesn't make any sense because, <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not a truth. Like, if a truth is a set, solid understanding, and so if you have yours and I have mine, well, then there's not an understanding there, so it's not truth. <clears throat> so your truth and my truth, that's not really any truth at all. Um, and uh, so we, when Jesus says He is the truth. He's saying he is setting the standard for truth. So whatever Jesus, however he acts, whatever he says in the Bible, he's defining what is his truth. So if Jesus were to all of a sudden uh, do something different or change it, which he's not going to, but if he were to do that, then whatever that definition of truth that he had before is now changed, and we have to go with that. But he's not going to do that because he's consistent, but just an example of what that looks like. Um, and so when Jesus says he is the truth, he's setting the standard and the definition of what truth is. He did not meet the standard of truth because he is the standard of truth. Yeah. Uh, and um, so just kind of want to get out of that out of the way. But um, yeah, John 14, 6, just a huge example and a big reason why we should be placing our identity in Christ. Yeah, I think another verse that comes to mind is, so I, I, when I think about this, I think about, like two different groups of people, those who are, don't believe in Christ and as such are by default placing their identity in other things. And then also those of us who do believe in Christ who are Christians and yet still struggle with placing our identity in other things. Um, because, you know, being a Christian is this hard. It's a sanctifying process. It's it's not something that happens all overnight when we're, you know, instantly like Jesus and 
I wish that were the case. <laughs> make, make life a little be bit easier. Great. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess I, I just I think about I've I've some some I met a couple different people at college and, and I really uh, enjoyed it there. But one of the hardest things has been seeing uh, some of my closest friends there who um, claim Christianity. And I mean, I I will never I I feel like it's wrong to say that they aren't Christians because we don't man looks on the outside, God looks on the heart. We yeah. don't know what's going on in their heart between them and God. And ultimately mm-hmm. it's not between me and my friend, it's between my friend and God. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they, they claim Christianity and I see them live them out in some ways and other ways I see them not. And, 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 and in some cases that appears to be a, a um, intentional defiance and in other places that t- seems to be just this like deep anxiety or fear or stress or like just, worry and always it just it's sad it makes me sad because i want my friends you know just understand that to live as christ and to die is gain that we're not supposed to be living this life for us it's not going to work if we live it for us and the things that we chase after like we've said before are fleeting and so by putting our selves in christ by choosing him we actually choose eternal life and get to choose that like eternity with him which is so much sweeter and so much better Mm. yeah yeah christ like when we just looked at the bible pretty much everything like the way to live a joyful life is in obedience to god mm. like that's one of the only ways that we can actually be truly joyful and have an everlasting joy is by living in obedience to what to god's word uh and so again that includes putting your identity in him because if if we're put how can we put our identity in something else that is not god but then still follow what god says like mm-hmm. uh jesus uh says you cannot serve two masters and he says he uses the example of money in the passage he says you cannot Mm -hmm. serve money in god but it applies for more than just money it's like you cannot serve um your sexuality you cannot serve sports you cannot serve whatever it is that you're putting your identity into and god at the same time Mm -hmm. god has to be the first priority this thing can come second or next or wherever else um and but, in some cases, in some cases, they're good things. Like mm-hmm. God gave us sports and he gave us a biblical place to practice good sexuality. And exactly. so these things are good. It's just they have been placed over God. It's, yeah. it's, it's, that's yeah. what's dangerous. Yeah, and so I think that's a good distinction to make is none of the things we're saying is bad. Like God made these things and he's given us um, like pretty much everything that there's many things that have naturally been placed on earth that are good that have been twisted by God. And I think some Christians then get the idea that those things are, are bad like we even you like said twisted by god I twisted, sorry, oh, yeah i meant say, twisted yeah. by Satan. Yeah, not by god <laughs> uh, my, my uh, heresy detector here but, uh, uh, like i'll use we'll use like wine or think uh, as an example there's many christians there's that are like it's a split there's something you can drink something you can't um but i think you know it's been given us given to us by god uh it's something that has been and we'll even look, look like uh in the bible jesus drank wine the disciples drank wine mm-hmm. but why do people have alcoholic problems because they've abused it too much and because sin has messed messed up the world uh people get addicted to it and addiction mm-hmm. is a result of sin mm-hmm. so we would not have addictions if there was not sin in the world and so it's an example of i think i think you know wine is perfectly fine to drink it depends on what you want to do with it um if you don't want to drink that's perfectly fine mm-hmm. if you do want to that's fine, but in moderation, it's something you have to be more responsible with. But it's an example of something that God has given us that is good, that has been twisted, yeah. and that some people will say it's bad, even though you have to take it back and look, no, it's bad because sin has twisted it. Um, and then that was a slight rabbit trail. But I think 
I think one way to bring it back though is is, is, is perhaps part of having your identity placed in God is uh, aligning yourself to his will and what he says is good and practicing what he says is good. And I mean, the, the one of the biggest, if maybe not the biggest theme of Christianity is, is dying to yourself. Jesus says, take up your cross daily and follow me. Mm. And so what, what does it look like to die to yourself if not to um, order your desires and, and kill, kill the things that are not of God and um, put the things that are of God into the way God has designed them to be like, like, for example, like if, if I struggle with lust and then I'm not supposed to, you know, go around and sleep around, that is, that is an inappropriate way of expressing the desires that God has given me. Mm -hmm. But when I take it and I reserve it for marriage, that is, that is a beautiful, good thing. Mm -hmm. And so perhaps that's part of what identity in God is, is placing it first in him and his will and his ways. Yeah. But then how do we do that? (laughs) yeah, and first, what you said about to live as Christ, to die as gain, reminds me of a verse, it's Philippians 3, 8, in which Paul says, I count everything as a loss, mm. except because of this new life that I've found in Christ Jesus. So accepting everything as a loss, anything here is a loss because we have met Jesus. Like Jesus is so much better than anything that could be on this earth. And again, because everything on this earth is fleeting, it's going to fade away, but mm. Christ is going to last forever. So he's infinitely more valuable. Uh, and he's the one that's going to be giving us salvation again. So there's, he's of infinite value. And so now we count everything else as a loss. As Christians, how do you feel like we should avoid or like better counsel ourselves not to put our identity in other things? Oh, oh, okay. All right. Um, okay. So this, this is something I was thinking about and I don't remember where exactly the verse is. So maybe we can try to find it. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure it's in Romans. Paul at some point gives this argument um, about how his argument kind of goes like this. It's like, who, who knows what is going on inside a person except the spirit of that person? For example, I can't tell you like, Andy, you don't know what's going on inside of me, mm-hmm. but my spirit, I, I know what's going inside of me because it's of me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, Paul uses this argument to say, well, then how can we know what God wants of us or, or what we're supposed to do for God if we don't have access to his spirit? And he makes this argument that's that's why God gives us the Holy Spirit so we can know his heart and know his way. And so I just think I think it's crazy the fact that there's so many different worldviews, so many different arguments, so many different things that people get caught in. And the only way that we can know what is good and what God wants us to do is by having access to his spirit. And the only way we have access to the Holy Spirit is through salvation, through Christ. It's this they all they all point to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone in the Trinity does. Um and so maybe like part of rooting your identity in Christ and part of following what God calls you to do is tuning yourself to the Holy Spirit, be that through prayer and, and, and fasting, but also just reading your Bible. Like, mm-hmm. like what did Jesus do when he was tempted in the wilderness? He quoted scripture in response. And so I think that's a pretty powerful testimony to the fact that we are called to fight uh, our temptations and call to recognize what is good through scripture and through communion with God. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Putting your identity in Christ is prioritizing Christ over other things. And so that includes discipline, but I'll use like the example of Ryan with running, um, putting Ryan's so many shout outs. <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> yeah. By putting his identity in running, that was something. And he's like, yes, I'm a runner. I am a runner. Uh, I, like he would prioritize that over other things. Um, but prioritizing 
Christ, it's like, okay, my identity, I am a child of God, I am a Christ follower. So it's it's that I am statement. Of, so you um, like, like you said in the very beginning, people said, I'm gay or I'm a lesbian or whatever it is. It's like, no, I'm a child of God. I'm a new creation because of what Christ mm -hmm. has done. So that's putting your identity in Christ. And then because of what he's done, it's now prioritizing him. So like you said, getting, getting in the word, getting in the Bible, mm -hmm. praying, prioritizing him over other things. And the cool thing is when you prioritize God, all your other, all other things you have will automatically be prioritized then mm. once you prioritize God first. So you don't have to worry about prioritizing the other things because they'll, they'll fall in line. Well, I, I think there might be a little bit of danger saying that'll be automatically pro prioritized. I think when, when we choose to follow God, yes, by extension, we learn what is good, but that still requires work to, to learn it, to, accept it and then to follow it like i the there's a reason why we still struggle with sin every day and that's because we still choose things other than god and so mm -hmm. yes we can have god be our first priority and that be what we want to do and that what we strive to do but um i just i would never want someone to think that as soon as they accept god everything gets peachy and easy and they know exactly what this oh yeah to do. like yeah <laughs> certainly not that but more just more just the idea that like prioritizing god first all all the time um will help put the, put the things that are after that. Like, um, like if, uh, if I, like if I'm a musician, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, if I'm prioritizing God, all right, then maybe it'll be my family is next and then music. Uh, but it, it, it depends there, but God, I would try, I trust God to help me discern what is important and what is not important in my life so that I can mm -hmm. then prioritize after that. So I think that might have been, I was getting at, but good call. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, actually, I, I uh, that's really I think the big gist of it. But I'm sure there's probably I don't know if you guys have other thoughts that you want to share. I, mean, I think, I think our original question is what does it mean to have our identity rooted in Christ? And one thing that we've gotten to is that it requires um, it, it, it's it's ordering your desires and your wills and your uh, your wills <laughs> ordering your <laughs> desires and your will to align with what God wants, and it's and that is not a easy quick process that's one that requires time and prayer and, and and continual going back to god um yeah i think i think something else i i at least i have seen in people who um just something i see in people who i see god in if that makes sense um is uh, and i think you mentioned this really briefly earlier on is is that they have joy mm -hmm. and i think one thing that's really interesting about joy I forget who it was. So this is not my quote. I don't take credit for this. Um, somewhere someone said <laughs> that the different, that, yeah. Yeah, that, that <laughs> happiness is external and based on external things while joy is internal. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as a Christian who's placed their identity in God, our life and our personality and the, and the things we go through aren't necessarily going to make us happy, mm -hmm. but we have our, self-rooted in christ and thus we have joy of that future blessing like just just how uh jesus talks to his disciples he's like when you are persecuted for my name when you're beaten when you're hurt count it joy because you will have great reward in heaven yeah. he doesn't say be happy he doesn't say like smile and say stone me more he says like he's like no it's 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 hard but you have joy in what you will receive yeah joy is uncircumstantial so, mm -hmm. so yeah it's not based on anything that happens around us but it's based on the hope and knowledge that we have of Christ's work done in us. Mm. So yeah, that's a great point. So, yeah, not based on what happens around us. 
Uh, and kind of also ties into the fact that our faith, our faith isn't based on feelings. Um, like we don't have a faith that is, I'm feeling God one day, but then the next day I'm not a Christian because I'm not feeling God. That's not how it works. Feelings wouldn't be feelings Mm -hmm. if they didn't fade like that. Um, so yeah, good thing. So yeah, I guess just we can sum it up, um, real quick and just saying, you know, our identity should be placed in Christ one because other things fade where other things will fade. Christ is eternal. And then just how we do it is getting in the word, getting in prayer, prioritizing God over other things, and some some signs that we are prioritizing him and our identities in him. It's just a joy that is uncircumstantial. Mm-hmm. Um, and we should also then be sharing this joy with other people. If our identity is in Christ, I should, like, if I am a Christ follower and that's who, like, what my identity is, I should want to go and share it then with other people and evangelize because mm-hmm. uh, I want other people to experience the same joy I did. Um so yeah but anything else no? I think so. no? all right yeah so thank you guys for listening uh and we look forward to making our next one see ya shalom <laughs>